Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is November 5th. Today we are going to begin a brand new Come Follow Me block, which is going to finish out the book of Hebrews. The whole book of Hebrews is amazing, but the second half is particularly just phenomenal. As the author, who we presume is Paul, is just doing everything to point us to Christ and to point these Jewish converts to Christ. Now, this week's Come Follow Me block starts in Hebrews chapter 7, which teaches us about Melchizedek. It's Melchizedek, this high priest of the Old Testament, that the priesthood is not necessarily named after. It's actually named after Christ. But in order to avoid repeating our Savior's name, in order to keep it sacred, we call the priesthood Melchizedek after this high priest of the Old Testament. Now that's fitting because Melchizedek in many, many ways was a type and a shadow of Jesus Christ. So many things about him pointed us to the Savior. If you want to read more about Melchizedek, the reference to him in the Old Testament is found in Genesis chapter 14, but I would highly recommend using the Joseph Smith translation of Genesis chapter 14, where we're going to learn even more about this great high priest. Now, to show one way where Melchizedek acted as a type or a symbol of Jesus Christ, I want you to think about the high priests. The high priests in the temple were different than the Levites, or as we say, the Aaronic priesthood in the Old Testament. The high priests, their main job was to take place on Yom Kippur or the Day of Atonement. They would offer up the sacrifices and then they would take the blood of the sacrifice into the actual temple. They would pass through to the Holy of Holies and then they would put the blood of the sacrifice on the Ark of the Covenant and in doing so created this sacrifice or this atonement for others on that day. That was the day, that was the experience, that was the way to receive atonement that day. Now it's interesting that they would place the blood on the Ark of the Covenant because the word atonement in Hebrew means to cover. And so on this day of atonement on Yom Kippur and us in our lives now, we are covered symbolically by the blood of Christ and receive redemption in and through him. And so it's so interesting that Melchizedek, being a type or a shadow of Jesus Christ, would have been the one in charge of Yom Kippur and of the high priest's duties so that others could experience that redemption from the sacrifices as well. So let's start out in verse 3 of Hebrews chapter 7. It's going to say, Without father, without mother, without descendant, having neither beginning of days, nor, but made like unto the Son of God, abideth the priest continually. Now, that verse makes Melchizedek sound like an orphan, and he wasn't. So let's take a look at the Joseph Smith translation for that verse. It says, For this Melchizedek was ordained a priest after the order of the Son of God, which order was without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of day, and all those who were ordained unto this priesthood are made like unto the Son of God, abiding a priest continually. 
Now, I like this verse and it makes so much more sense the way it's translated here, because remember, there are two forms of priesthood, both in the Old Testament and now, and the lesser priesthood in the Old Testament, it was called the priesthood of Aaron or also called the Levitical priesthood. Remember, where did John the Baptist receive his authority to baptize? It's because he was a Levite. He was descended and had a natural right to the priesthood. And actually, he was a Levite both through his father and his mother. And so that's what makes this verse, this translation, much more impressive. It says, For Melchizedek was ordained a priest after the order of the Son of God, which order was without father without mother. The order of the Melchizedek priesthood, this higher priesthood, didn't come naturally through descent. It didn't come because of mother or father. It didn't come because of lineage. This came through worthiness. It came through a calling and an ordination and in no other way. In his book, Mormon Doctrine, Bruce R. McConkie said, the right to this higher priesthood was not inherited in the same way as was the case with the Levites and sons of Aaron. Righteousness was an absolute requisite for the conferral of the higher priesthood. And then in verse 11, Paul's going to talk about why the Melchizedek priesthood was so essential. He says, If therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should rise after the order of Melchizedek and not be called after the order of Aaron? For the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also of the law. And so here, Paul's trying to make it clear that the Levitical priesthood was not enough, that the Levitical priesthood held the power or the control of the law, but that there is a higher priesthood as well. And so if there has to be this higher priesthood, then there has to be a change or a higher law as well. Keep in mind, he's speaking to the Jewish converts. He's trying so hard to help them see that salvation is in and through Jesus Christ and not the law itself, that the law was meant to point them to Christ. But what I love about this is that it makes it really clear that the ordinances of the Aaronic priesthood is not enough. And I think that that's really important in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We believe that baptism is the beginning of a covenant path, but we don't believe that it is the end. Whereas with most other Christian religions, it's baptism is kind of the end-all be-all. We're baptized, we're saved, that's it. But here it makes it very clear that perfection does not come only through the ordinances of the lesser priesthood, which would be baptism, right? Everything that comes after baptism, receiving the Holy Ghost, receiving the priesthood, the ordinances of the temple, all of those things are ordinances that come from the higher priesthood. And so this is of great importance to us as members of the Church of Jesus Christ. Because Paul is very, very clear about the necessity for higher ordinances that come by the higher priesthood as well. Not only is this perfection, as Paul puts it, not only does it come by the ordinances of the Melchizedek priesthood, but it comes through the work done with the Melchizedek priesthood. Remember yesterday I said that God can best perfect us by working through us, not by working on us. 
And this ordination to the Melchizedek priesthood is an opportunity to be perfected as we serve and bless other people. Now, please keep in mind, I am not saying that that opportunity to be perfected comes only in and through being ordained to the Melchizedek priesthood. Remember what we've been taught in recent years about women in the priesthood, that we have access to that same priesthood power as we are called and set apart in our callings and in our stewardships. And so we have the same opportunity for these same blessings in our lives, the same opportunity to be perfected as we work in the kingdom of God. Elder Cardone once said, the priesthood also has power to change our very natures. As Paul wrote, all those who were ordained unto this priesthood are made like unto the Son of God. This likeness is not only in ordination and ordinance, but also in the perfecting of individual hearts, something that occurs in process of time as we yield to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and put off the natural man. When a man is ordained to the Melchizedek priesthood, he enters into an order by which he may be refined through service to others. And my friends, I would add to this that when women are set apart by the power of the Melchizedek priesthood, we have the very same opportunity. Now, yes, ours does not come with an oath in the covenant of the priesthood, but it is very much as real, very much as binding, and gives us the same power of the priesthood. And with that power, the chance to change, the chance to be better, the chance to be refined through our service to others. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.